This week's episode of the Screenwriter's Rant Room is brought to you by avgearguy.com. If you have any photos or documents that you need to scan or videotapes or audio tapes or film rules that you need to import into your computer, check out avgearguy.com. If you mention the name of this podcast, when you order, you'll get 5% off and a portion of your order will go to help support the rant room. All these formats degrade over time and are sitting ducks in the case of fire or theft. Why not convert it all to digital? All of your memories could be stored safely on the cloud or on a hard drive that fits in your pocket. AVGearGuide.com has over 30 years of experience with all kinds of media, digital and analog, and they can accept orders from anywhere in the United States. Don't forget to mention the Screenwriter's Rant Room and get 5% off your order. For more details, visit their website at avgearguy.com. I'm going to say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Rant Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, y'all? 2020. 2020. Yes. Yeah. 2020 We, we on that new thing. That. Was that? that was we'll like, do it at the end. Okay. Yeah, okay yeah, we'll do it again at the end. It's a little group thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Felicia's already all feeling together. like I she's not. Right. <laughs> I was like, all together now. <laughs> she used to being in charge. I see how it is. Okay. 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 Jump me in the guy. Okay. What about me? Okay. <laughs> Y'all know how we're doing on the rant room. On the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can curse on Yes, we do. We're grown. Yes, we are. We're grown. Folks. Unfiltered. Crazy. <laughs> exactly. GMO free. <laughs> Artisanal. Yes. Gluten free. Exactly. <laughs> Silly as hell. No, no, uh, what is it? No dyes or preservatives. <laughs> Artificial flavors and colors. Lisa Bolacaz in yes. the house. The original yes. L Boogie. Wait, did you hear? Did you see Carl Seaton? What did he uh, do? Oh, yeah. uh, talking trash to me again. What did he say? What did he say? Um, <clears throat> he said, and got the nerve to get in my DMs too. Got the nerve to say, oh, well, you know, what do he say? Lisa's like uh, your New Year's Eve gym membership. <laughs> Listen. So, so, okay, here's the thing, y'all. If you don't know, Carl doesn't really think I exist because I think yeah. the last time Every he came time in Carl here, Seaton comes, she ain't I'm not here. here. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So he thinks I'm the Snuffleupagus. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. And he'd be trash talking online. It's like, Carl. So I did, he did get in my DM and I did hit him back. I said, when's the next time you can come in? He said, maybe February. So I said, okay. no. So Carl, uh, whenever you get a chance to hit, um, he'll it up and have you come in so you can see I am real <laughs> I am not imaginary <laughs> I am real that's hilarious then we got sitting in for uh, Chris Derrick our number one fan Sonny Joshim what's happening Sonny hello Chris we miss you yes, I hope course. you feel better 
but I'm good to be here. I'm so nice. excited to be here. Awesome, awesome. We always appreciate having you in the house. You're awesome. And of course, my assistant Richard over there, he ain't nobody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he nasty in the house. Hey, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> you always hear him yelling something in the back. But, yeah. um, <laughs> He'll be at the mic. Don't worry about it. He'll be, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get to the show. Mm-hmm. So today we got a special one for y'all. Um, like you said, special. We've been talking about this for a minute. Listen, she don't think that we tell the truth when we said, like, we need to get her in here and we have to go through the proper channels. Yes, but she's correct, though. She did give her brother his information, her information, and I had accidentally let a couple months go by. And then she hit me, she DM'd me, like, okay, bitch, where where we supposed to hook up? And I was like, Felicia, "Um, that had nothing to do with me. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa said, I am innocent. I take no responsibility for that. I'm responsible for the fact that he. It's useless. Oh, listen. Oh, damn. I go, I'll fight a girl. Okay, what? What? All right, come on. All right, come on. (laughs) Anyway, so we got big sis in the house. Mm Y'all need to look her up. She's the OG. Everybody knows her. One of our iconic iconic black writers still in it listen still in it listen I I was telling Felicia years ago I remember Mm. I was trying to go see her at Comic Con because she goes every year and I remember when Friendship was coming out I was so excited it's like we got a sister on Friends writing a good show and you know of course with Soul Food Mm -hmm. all the other shows iconic shows and I was like trying so hard to get in and I could not get in And I remember I went back to all the organizations by screenwriters. Like, you get your answer? I was like, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I was like, I saw a home dude. Who was it I see? I think, oh God, what's his name? Sonny. One of the dudes from the the uh, the satellite members of the Wu-Tang clan. I got to oh, see yeah. him, yeah. but I did not get to see Felicia. <laughs> so that was that my consolation prize. Well, I remember that room being like so packed. I could not get in. standing on the wall. Even I was, and, listen, I was outside going, but I'm a black woman. <laughs> right. And I'm a writer. Reparations. And I need to like, I need to take the space right. yes. can someone and they were like we are so sorry and I was I like I remember it was super packed and nobody was. looked like me wow. and I was like I could not get in but can I just start by saying this I feel like you are like my secret cousin mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you why it's not well, a secret know. anymore I'm gonna tell you why <laughs> number one she's an Aries like me okay this is how much I know about Felicia Henderson. It's getting scary. Okay, look. But listen, listen. She was in your DMs. But she, and she, listen, but you're on the cusp, though, because I think your birthday is on the last day before you become a Taurus. Mm. Is your birthday like, is it, I want to say, it's is the it, 18th. Yeah, there you go. Because I think it's like the 19th or 20th when it becomes like a Taurus. So not only is she an Aries, mm-hmm. but her mama got some Mississippi roots like my mama. Oh, really? Oh, stay it now. And were you born in Pasadena? Um, yes. She got Octavia E. Butler, the same mm-hmm. roots as Octavia E. Butler. Right. That's everything. And not only we that. We know you love you listen, some Octavia listen, Butler. Listen, But I know, have you got your PhD yet? Mm. You have, so we can talk, we can call you doctor now. You better put some respect on it. (laughs) Yes, but I want to say this though because I think one of your your, because I I always thought it was so interesting based on your education and the type of stuff that you write because I think your bachelor I want to say is it psychobiology? It is. Okay, you going way too deep. Listen, (laughs) because that was the reason why I wanted to walk me to my no 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 no, because this is stuff I remember like this is how much I hold on to information. This is stuff from when I was at the Comic Con because I wanted to come ask her. It's like how much of that stuff in your education education are you putting into these um because for you to have like such a wide variety of of shows and writing and your educational background it's so well we'll let you get into it because i think you have such a fascinating like 
educational background and in terms of what you write and how that influences that. Mm -hmm. And so after all these years, I finally get to ask her, even though home dude whose name I don't remember, but I remember his face, he would not let me in that room (laughs) at the Comic-Con. I tried everything. She's my cousin. <laughs> we both from, we got Mississippi roots. She's Aries. She she's my auntie. <laughs> it was like no, look, no. I keep calling her. Her, phone, her phone's on. Her phone's on. <laughs> she's right there. Oh, oh my left. god, that makes me sad. I'm sorry. So funny. <laughs> I but anyway, we'll get into that. But I just feel like that you just have so much stuff, and you're one of those writers that for like years is like, man, that's like. That's the type of writer that I, if, if I was getting in TV yeah, and stuff like that. She got the career you want. Yeah, sure. that's the type of writing I want to do because you've written on some iconic shows and you've written on some of my favorite shows and it's so rare to see a black woman who's brilliant and to be able to just have that type of a career mm-hmm. that we aspire to and that I hope a lot of other black women writers have. Yes. So I just want to make sure we get into that sure. and also in terms of your <clears throat> teaching, screenwriting. Yeah. What can we do to help our our baby writers become better? Because a lot of the content, and we've said this, um, mm. a lot of the content. Long winded on that. I can't though. help it. Listen, when you are a stand, listen. When you are a stand, when you are a stand, listen. When you're a stand, and you get the rare opportunity to tell people how much you appreciate them, you got to take advantage. Okay. And you know how it is with our friends. Right. They come and they go, and it's like you got to let them know up front, give them their roses now, oh, sure, yes. and then step back a little bit. Mm. So let me get it out, and then I will. I will go back down but I just she's just gushing just gushing isn't she listen this is years I'm not mad but um, (laughs) I really want you to really clear (laughs) but with all of the stuff that you've done in terms of your your teaching your screenwriting and the type of things that you write I really want us to really focus this episode in terms of you as being a master screenwriter helping a lot of our listeners who are baby writers who are trying to create content younger writers yeah younger writers Yep. Okay. Uh, newer. Yeah, newer newbie, writers. Newbie writers. Like yeah, newbie yeah. writers. I feel weird about calling grown people babies. babies <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Newbie writers. Right. Um, really, just from your experience in teaching, like, what are some of the things that? they need to be working on in order mm. to succeed now because I know because of your expansive career screenwriting and stuff has changed from when mm-hmm. you got into the game mm-hmm. so I kind of want you to focus on some of the things that would be really helpful for a lot of, and just so you know a lot of our listeners they're global mm-hmm. so they're and everywhere we're all over the world yeah, yeah. So yeah that's cool we'll, let, we'll, we'll toss it over to you now I will be quiet now <laughs> <laughs> well you you asked her nine questions I know and she I can't help it <laughs> you can oh see what I'm saying like what you could tell when uh, I'm a fan of somebody's like ah, and what happened was I got it out I got it out I got it out why don't we just go back and tell everybody where you from and how you got into the game yes 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 I'm from Pasadena California born and raised lived there now drove from there to here today oh my god thank you for coming Came right out of church. Okay, they try, you know, after church, they try to make you hang out at Victory Bible yeah. Church oh, and pass okay. Trying to make okay. you get some food okay. in there and talk exactly. to all the people. Yeah. And I was like, gotta go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's weight. So, so that's where I'm from. My family's from the South. My mom's from Mississippi, as mm-hmm. you said. My dad is from Texas, uh, outside Houston. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I got into the game. I, I guess I should start with. Um, yeah, I'll start with the fact that, you know, I was in finance and corporate finance mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> thought I was going to continue that. I thought that's yeah. what my life was going to be in mergers and acquisitions and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was going back to school to get my MBA. It was just like time, you right. know, if I was going to stay in that. 
And um, she was, I was 13 at the time. I okay, was she's 13. Yeah, she's a vampire. Okay, too, you know. yes. And at the time, I guess there was a lot of interest in MBAs in general. Right. You know, this is like the yes, yeah, like the late 90s, okay. mid 90s, and um, and MBAs in bringing MBAs into television management. Oh, okay. And so the Peabody Foundation partnered with NBC for this fellowship and um, basically like if you're interested in management in television, mm -hmm. apply for this fellowship. So I wrote this long and might I say quite beautiful. <laughs> Essay. Not to take her own. It, it was beautiful, <laughs> full of lies about how all I'd ever wanted to do was be in television management, mm. and I got that fellowship. Really? Wow. Yeah, and that fellowship was housed at the University of Georgia, where the Peabodys are housed. And right, right, right. Um, so I got a full ride to get my MBA at Georgia, and there I was. I'm like, uh oh, now I'm supposed to want to be in television management. <laughs> <laughs> so, you don't told that tale. Now yes, you got to back now what happens? And so we got it was wonderful though because we got the opportunity like to um, they would fly us to New York you oh, know there nice. were ten fellows mm -hmm. um, to meet with the CEO of NBC at the time and um, you know it was just wonderful mm -hmm. and so of course after that they're like and we have positions for our fellows nice. after graduation mm -hmm. as what the position was called a creative associate which is like their management training mm -hmm. program. So I'm like, oh, that's right. I want to be a management. <laughs> so I interviewed, you know, they, they choose two of the 10. And I got one of those positions to then come to Burbank mm. and start as a creative associate. Nice. Um, I thought that I would rotate as 18 months, rotate in different departments. And I thought I'd still end up back in New York working in corporate okay. at NBC. Mm. But that's where I got my first exposure to scripts. I had never seen a script. I didn't know anyone who was a screenwriter. Hmm. I didn't have any friends or family, you know, nothing. Even in Pasadena, being that Even close. from Pasadena. Yeah. You know who I knew? I had a friend who's, was it her father, was... Um, Jean the Dancing Machine. <gasps> Jean, Jean wow. the Dancing Machine on the Gong Show? Yes. So I really thought I was like, wow, that's my friend's dad. Respect. Y'all, that's going way back. And yes. you know who Jean Jean the Dancing Machine Jean, is? Jean the Dancing Machine. So <laughs> that was the only person that I knew sort of in all of Hollywood. That's hilarious. So um, <laughs> I remember growing up, oh, your dad is Jean. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. So that was really the first place I ever saw I believe one of the first scripts I saw was a Seinfeld um, script and that's really how I got my that's start a good one. so that's why you started in comedy then it is it really oh, is okay. I mean comedy was also everything at the time right. you know all all the major channels had uh, you know comedies lived yeah drama was like there would be one there on would every, be one yeah. at 10 p.m. Right. Yeah. you know yeah. on, on three nights maybe right. a week and so um, so it was the the right entry point and mm -hmm. I had a, a my supervisor at the time just said you give really good notes as I rotated through all the departments mm -hmm. comedy and drama and development and just everything marketing and promotion and publicity so I really learned the the, the total of how 
a network works. Right. Scheduling, which was still to this day the most mind-blowing mm. part of the process, is that mm. this department really runs it all. <laughs> you know, because it's like a game of chess. And then they're looking at that board and what show should go on what night and what, wow. you know. They're it just was, guessing. Oh, know. it's like, it's, but it's educated. It's a science. Right. It's a science. It's math. Right. It is. Right. It really okay. is. So that was, that's how I learned. And so one of my um, supervisors there said, I, I think you give really good notes, hmm. you know, and I was very junior. And, you know, he said, would you like to stay in that department, which was current programs and okay. start learning how to what they call cover a show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, be the executive from the network who goes to the show and gives them feedback and notes. And that's how I started. <clears throat> and they gave me my first shows are like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Wow. Yeah, like some of their best shows, <laughs> you know, and there I was. And um, and Debbie Allen was a big part of it because I had a different world, mm-hmm. and I was being trained, you know, by a a, a big white guy. And <laughs> Debbie was saw me, and he was giving notes. And you know, I'm the junior, so right. I'm sitting quietly, mm-hmm. and in the middle of him going, "Well, I believe on page eight, she was right. like, "Excuse me, excuse me, what's the little black child gonna say?" <laughs> That's so Debbie. I was not that ready. So, that I was so not Debbie ready. Allen. That is me. She's so like, you, you don't have nothing to say? That's hilarious. And I was like, I already gave him my thoughts. She'll give your own thoughts. Wow. And he was like, go ahead, give your own thoughts. <laughs> and then you took the paper that I he took it. all your notes and just like, basically read it. Me, my, <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, from now on, I want to hear her thoughts from her. Wow. Nice. And it was like, it gave me such confidence, you yes. know, and, and, um, and she would just tease him sometimes, like, why can't your notes be as good as hers? <laughs> you know, it was like, but she gave me such confidence in, you know, what I thought yes. and, and just was so kind to me, you Everybody know. Everybody I know says these seen. type of things about Debbie. Oh, oh my God. God. I love her. Everybody. I love her. When I did the uh, College mm-hmm. Fellowship and mm-hmm. she did our, we did our little um, showcase at the WGA and right. she directed her scene, she was just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Just her love and warmth and just real and true. She is who she is mm-hmm. and her support of, you know, black women in particular and that has not changed Mm -hmm. so that's kind of and then I had a supervisor who said even after that job you I think you're a writer Hmm. and I was like I don't think so you know and he's like well there's a Warner this program the Warner Brothers Writers Fellowship and I think you should apply and if you do I'll write you a letter of recommendation Mm -hmm. and so I was like this is dumb but I'll do it because he's my boss (laughs) then I get the applications like and you must also write a script (laughs) which I'd never done you know and uh, my favorite show was the original Roseanne yes I I Mm. loved it I loved it and Mm -hmm. um, so I wrote a Roseanne spec Mm. and I got into the program so and then from there I was placed on Family Matters. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, so that was my first job. So that was job. your first job? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. That was my first job. So. What season did you come in on that one? Somewhere in the middle. Like the season I started was like, and this year we'll be celebrating our 100th episode. Oh, wow. So it was somewhere, okay. it was deep yeah, yeah, yeah. in it. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was deep in it. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's where I met a Sarah, at the time Sarah Finney, who is mm-hmm. Sarah Finney Johnson mm-hmm. now, and Vita Spears. Um, who were writing partners at the time and really pretty much the first, you know, working writers, I guess, that I met. And they mentored me like crazy Mm. and are, you know, two of my best friends to this day. Mm -hmm. I was speaking to Sarah on my way over here. (laughs) Um, They're my sisters, you know, and, and you wouldn't even be seeing me 
had they not mentored me because yeah. I was doing all kind of dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They were just uh, like, thank you, Sarah and Vita, because I was there like, come in my our office because right. they shared an office. And I, I go, like, I want to go, what you was doing, girl? Yeah, you know, it, it was See, literally. That's, literally, that's gonna have to go in, in Felicia's book, you know. <laughs> right, what <laughs> I was doing. Yeah, yeah. That's the dumb stuff. Okay. It's like, so you have to stop telling the showrunner his jokes aren't funny. <laughs> you know what? You know what? And I was like, but they're not. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I'm I'm not laughing. I think I'm supposed to be laughing. I'm not laughing. But I'm not laughing. But see, that's what happens when you're coming in something new. That's like it's a new thing for you, and you don't really know the thing. So you're just your honest and true self, right? In the middle of it, and, and you take the assignment literally, like right? As you get experience, you know, don't you, yeah. Right. It's never literal. I'm like. We're supposed to be here to make this show funnier. That's our job, right? And they gave me the best advice that I could give any young writer. Give it to him. Give it to him. You're here to make the show as funny as he okay, thinks it can, should be. Can you say it one more again? Okay. <laughs> say it that's one more funny. Again. And that's your job is to figure out his sense of humor. Mm. What is his kind of funny? Right. Not the funniest, you know, that you think, but mm. what is the funniest that Were the we show not just talking about this in the last episode? Really? Yes. Basically yeah. saying, as a writer's room, that show job. Is that's your that job. Voice and, yes. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh. And then they're like, and you don't have a very good fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that just bust me out. Sorry, Sarah and Vita. I'm telling it all today. They say you got to practice. Just okay. practice in front of me. Practice That's in front right. of That's me. Exactly. <laughs> they were like, let's practice. Really? <laughs> and I was like, ha, ha. they're like, That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I learned. I learned. Oh, I sure did. I learned. Oh, I learned it. You learned it. I learned it. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. Mm. What I love about these stories is, because I always talk, Lisa and I talk a lot about <clears throat> when we interview people, we're always like, tell us your story, but, you know, give us real stories, you know, mm. like the hard stuff, right? I know you didn't need it because you, you already know how this works, but... A lot of people are like, oh, I moved to LA, and then I got an agent, and then I'm like, no, bitch, how? Yeah, that's <laughs> right? not the, the story. How Those is are what the you're facts. missing. Yeah. And this, that's what I love about these stories is you, you get into the nitty gritty of that it wasn't always easy for me, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I love. That's yeah. And I love the fact that the sister brought her in and yes. said, we're going to take this young sister. Yeah. We're not going to have her out because here. <laughs> and, and truly, before that, you know, you hear, or at the time, and I think it may still be true, you're like, well, you know, women. And people of color, they like to be the only one in the room. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go there. There's already two women, and they're black, so right. it's going to be tough for you. Right. They're not going to welcome you, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. They literally hugged me on the first day. Nice. Mm. You know, so I'm like, where's that part? And so mm -hmm. it's all I know from the beginning, so it is what I try to, you right. know, always be right. as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. And, like, show, like, I don't try to pretend I'm not excited when I see other <laughs> black people. You know, I don't try to pretend it's not exciting if there's another woman in the room. Right. You know, I'm not ever, because I'm so happy, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. So, Fresh Prince, I'm not, I'm sorry, you went from Fresh Prince to... Family Matters. I went from, and then guess what? Right. Back to Fresh Prince as a writer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's for point number two for right. the young right. writers is, you know, this is a dumb one, but it really does work that mm. if you are nice to people and work hard mm. because it was the executive um, 
from NBC, a new executive, mm-hmm. right, who was junior when I was there, so we were junior together, mm-hmm. but she had risen to like head of comedy, uh, current comedy programs. Wow. And saw that when my name came up as a she said, oh, I know her. Mm-hmm. You have to meet with her. Mm-hmm. I know her. She, mm-hmm. I, I remember she is such a kind person. Mm-hmm. She did such a good job when she was here. This is very competitive. They had one opening for a story editor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you have to meet with her. Because she remembered me from when I was in the management training program. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got the meeting. And if I get the meeting, I'm getting a job. Ooh, that's, that's what I always okay. say. That's just how I roll. Okay. <laughs> I, I always tell my manager, give just me the meeting. Just give me in the room. Just give me just the job. Me I might not be on right period. on paper. Right. But, but trust get me. me in the room. You, exactly. don't, you can't see me if exactly. you see me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you better tell them, Felicia. Okay. Yeah. So that's where I went next was Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what was that experience like for you? Was Debbie still there? No, okay. she was not. I don't know where she was at that time. I always knew where she was and I would keep in touch with her, but I don't remember right now where she was. That was a, that was crazy. I was only there for one season. Mm -hmm. Um, The showrunner who hired me was let go Mm -hmm. um, sort of in the middle of the season. It was all, everything that has happened to me has been the best education. Mm -hmm. Every show I've been on is like added to the education because that, in the year that I was there is the year that Will became Will Smith became a movie star mm. in the middle of his right. you know TV run, and you got to see really quickly what happens if hmm. the TV star becomes a movie star. Right. Like you go home on Friday evening, right. and then his first major movie opens up number one at the box office. Independence Day. Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember. Right, mm-hmm. and then you come back on Monday. And Will is an EP. His manager's an EP. <laughs> and yeah. his one of his managers is now the showrunner. Right. Not a writer, by oh, the way. Really? That too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And so the showrunner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the showrunner who hired me, who was one of the joys of the job because he had been a writer on MASH, mm-hmm. which is oh, wow. to this day oh. my favorite TV show mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to this day it's just the best. Yeah, it's my you dad's know, favorite show. It's just the best mm-hmm. to this day I've not ever seen anything better and this guy was one of the producers on it who mm-hmm. was running Fresh Prince I'm like to be under mm-hmm. this guy even for a week mm-hmm. will be worth it and he was fired Aww. and you know he had the skills obviously mm-hmm. right he had the credentials um, and then suddenly Jeff Pollock God rest his soul was our showrunner mm-hmm. And um, so it was quite an education. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, this is how it works. When new money comes if rolling you're the, Yeah, if like, you are okay, the manager of the guy who just became one of the biggest stars right. in film. And now you're a showrunner. Now you're the showrunner. So that made it um, not as fun as it could have been because mm-hmm. he wasn't a showrunner. Mm-hmm. And um, he wasn't a TV writer. Mm-hmm. And it was, so it became very chaotic. Mm-hmm. It became very chaotic. And so then I got a call. Mm-hmm. That um, from Sarah and Vita saying we just sold this show called Moesha. Okay, look, come and play okay. with us. Yeah. Come and play like, with us. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I could not have. Felicia been got that last cup of coffee at the <laughs> worst thing. Y'all have a good weekend. Exactly. Oh, okay. this <laughs> It was wonderful. Ain't you coming back, Nature? Okay. Okay. Oh, no, okay. bitch, no. <laughs> I'm gonna take some office so. supplies. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to need some of that three-hole punch, babe. Exactly. Can you say E-S-E? <laughs> I got a bump, bitch. I got a bump. <laughs> so that was, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I had two amazing years with them and Moesha. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. so much fun. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. That's, that's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cla- You've been yeah. on some classic, classic. Before. Yeah. I just like, I <laughs> feel so blessed because I only, I'd only ever been on hits. Mm-hmm. You know, See, you have literally okay. been on hits. Like nothing to do with nothing. me. You know, That's just like crazy. I'm here. It's a, <laughs> and it's a hit. It either it was already hit or it was, you know, I was on right. the first season. It was a hit. Mm-hmm. I literally in my whole now 24 year career have only been on one show that wasn't a hit. Wow. wow. Just You know what blessed. you got? What was that? Uh, Jamie Foxx had you get that, that fairy dust. You get that sprinkle on you and it's like. Exactly. <laughs> Everywhere you go, the dust. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. Mm. What, what I'm curious about, and I know, you, I know we, could, we could keep going up this, this list because 20 something shows. Um, what I'm fascinated about is what happened at what point. Did you move into one hour? Because mm-hmm. it's a lot harder, right. especially back then. That you were the yeah. first people to do that. Yes. To move from one hour to half hour to one right. hour. Yeah. How, how did that happen? Okay, remember that dust you just talked about? Mm-hmm. So, um, truly, I was tired after about five years of writing eight o'clock family comedy. Mm. And, um, and not like I knew it was a blessing to be working, you know, and. Sure. To have a job where your job is basically to sit in a room and laugh and All tell day. jokes and you were with the classic people, yes. the best of the I world. I was, yeah. you know. I give big props to Ralph Farquhar, who mm-hmm. was running Moesha that first Shout year. Out to Ralph. Mm-hmm. So much of what I know about show running, I learned from Ralph, mm. and then Sarah and Vita, of course. Right. But just very instrumental and. To this day, what my philosophy is about show running and how you treat people and mm-hmm. writers came from Ralph. And um, it was, but I wanted to do something different, you know, mm-hmm. and I knew that my own real sensibilities were different. Mm-hmm. And um, and I remember, and I had a great agent, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to do something. I don't know what that is. I know. <laughs> so there used to be this thing called an agent, <laughs> and I used to have one. And so... You know, he's like, well, what kind of shows do you want to write? And I'm like, like Seinfeld. That's mm. my sensibility. Right. And I remember he said, well, write a spec Seinfeld. And let's see what we can do with mm-hmm. it. And he called me back. He said, you're not going to believe this. Um, you know, the shows that want to see see you. That was it was a really good spec. Mm-hmm. But then what we got back when was, well, we're not sure we need that voice. Hmm. So it's like you liked the script, right. but then you get further information either through meeting me mm-hmm. or through him saying, you know, this is a black woman. Mm-hmm. Then they don't need that voice. Right. Mm-hmm. We're not sure this show needs that voice. And that was very frustrating. Mm-hmm. And Keep so real, girl. point okay. number three for okay. the youngins yes. is that you always have to be willing to uh, recreate yourself. Mm-hmm. If you are not happy where you stand, make it be something different. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I was like, I'm going to go back to school and figure out. I never had taken a writing class or anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I want to know sort of the reasons why um, I do what I do naturally. I want to learn more about it from an academic point of view. And so I applied it and went back to UCLA Mm -hmm. and got my MFA in screenwriting. And um, while... Two-year program mm-hmm. that I took <clears throat> for three, right. and um, I remember, and I won the the screenwriting contest okay. with a family drama uh, feature that I I wrote, mm-hmm. 
And here goes that dust again. Here it comes. One of the. Can I give me some of that? Okay. okay. Can you package it? It's <laughs> I know. Can you can sell it on eBay? Okay. Can I touch the handle of your garment? So then what happened? Pass it on to the All right. Very good. Pass it on. Let me wash it. Let me wash it. Okay. Like one of the judges, because mm-hmm. you know it's all anonymous, mm-hmm. right? Was the head of uh, a one-hour drama at Paramount okay. at the time that Showtime was looking for a writer to create Soul Food right. or develop Soul Food for television. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a hit movie, right? <clears throat> a George Tillman's hit movie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, there was a script that I wrote and voted for of a person that would be perfect for this. Hmm. Can I? And so she called UCLA and asked, can I have the name of that writer who won? You know, who I said yes to. And by that time, you know, it becomes public that you won. And right. so um, I had my first meeting with Kathy Ling, hmm. who was head of drama at Paramount. And she's like, and I had written about my family, right. you know, sort of. But um and being one, I'm one of six girls, and Soul Food was about three sisters, mm-hmm. and so and I have five sisters, and, and that's kind of what I had written about. And so I met with her, and she's like, I'm taking you to to, um, to Showtime to meet mm-hmm. with Jerry Offsay, who was the president of Showtime at mm-hmm. that time. And, you know, he's like, so you're a comedy writer. You're a half-hour sitcom writer. <laughs> and I'm like... Did you, you read, read my this, script? Right? Right. I wrote that. But yeah. it shows you that often you have to just show them right. because everybody wants you to stay in whatever little corner mm-hmm. or box you were last in. So if I would have just walked in there having not writ- mm-hmm. um, written that and just like, yes, right. my last my last credit is Sister Sister, mm-hmm. you know, with the Maori twins, and now I want to write Soul Food, they would be right. like, that's nice for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good, you know, good luck. But I, the script was right there, right. you know, and so... I got the job Hmm. and um, my intention had not been to transition from comedy to drama. Hmm. It was to kind of transition from eight o'clock, you know, multicam broad family comedy Mm -hmm. to more, more, I mean, to more single camera, you know, serious comedy. Mm -hmm. More grown up. Yeah, more grown. Yes. But that's not what happened. Hmm. So, um, so then I was a drama writer, wow. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and it was like this too. So doing that, you know, soul food to this day is still the best job I ever had. And it's the longest running, like, like not anymore. It's just beautiful. It's great. But what shows now? The Well, you think of things like Queen Sugar. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I think it's in its fifth season. Right. Empire's in its sixth season. Mm-hmm. Um, there are others. How, how many power is it? Power, power, power. yeah, same mm-hmm. six, I believe. Okay. Yes, it's in its six. <laughs> this is beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. So I love that I can take that off of, you know, or no, the first. That does make sense. It's the first longest running. Right. That does make sense. <laughs> so, but I'm glad to that there's a change. Right. You know, that makes me so happy. And um, but then you always go, "Am I still funny?" Because I was funny. And so, in the middle of those that drama run, <laughs> right. that you know, soul food to well, you had some funny stuff in soul food though. Yes, mm-hmm. I believe right. in comedy yes. in the darkest mm-hmm. drama. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to. But in the middle of that, I was like told my agent, I need to know. And he was like, well, everybody hates Chris is looking for someone. And mm. so I went and did that. I was like, 
I'm still funny. And yeah. then I went back to drama. <laughs> I did it just for a year. Okay. It was f- the first season of the show and Chris Rock was, you know, around very much that first mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. So it was ridiculous amounts of That's fun. Mm-hmm. So he was always trying out his material on the writing. <laughs> he was always working on like an HBO special. Okay. And so we're like on page three, we need a funny, he goes, I got something. I'm like, that had nothing to do. Like, That's for my show. <laughs> it was wonderful. It was Aww. so much fun. I just fun. want to say, Lisa and I talk about this a lot on the show, and you probably have heard me talk about this, Sony. <clears throat> every, I mean, we've interviewed almost 300 people on the show, and I would say every single person, when they finally, either their first break or the thing that switched mm-hmm. was a script everybody told them not to write. Mm. Or it was a script they were like, my agent keeps telling me I need to do this one thing. I'm just going to go with my heart. I'm going to mm-hmm. write that story about my family. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that story about Haiti. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that story about whatever it is that they told me not to do. Yes. And that's the one. Every time. It's so It makes so much sense because it is the one <clears throat> thing you can do that no one else can. Mm-hmm. Like no one else. Someone might do the same subject. Right. You know, someone might, you know... Um, uh, think they are doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and that gets frustrating too because you might go out there with something they're like oh they're already doing that I'm like they're not doing this exactly. because only I can do this exactly. and I think that that's right nobody can execute the way you can execute no nobody, there, there's that sure. thing you want to do the way you want to do it yeah. when it's from your heart um, you have to do that yeah. yeah you have to not listen to people Number four. That's probably point number four. Speak on it. You got to not listen to me. You got to listen to your heart. We're going to get to 20 by the time we're done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping track. Felicia Felicia ain't even began yet. She's just just getting warm, y'all. She's just getting warm. (laughs) So soul food. Wow. So Mm So what was it like for you? Did they, did you co-run that? How did you, how did you run that room? What was that like for you? Oh... Because you went from what position to to that yes. when, you, when you got on that show? Well, I was a co-EP on Sister, Sister, right. um, but I had never been on a drama ever. Right. So the first drama I was on was one I created. Mm-hmm. And that is, and this still works this way. It's like, you've never done this. We have to put you with a veteran. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. put with a veteran and that didn't work out so well. <laughs> Um, like literally this guy is now one of my dearest friends and we text today like right. when are we having but at the time Kevin Arkadai oh Kevin <laughs> yeah that's my dude he's, he's like my brother yeah, yeah Pasadena he's, he's, he's right. a, yeah, we got yeah. a Pasadena yeah. gang yeah. okay him Ali Leroy this like we right. got a whole Pasadena okay, we got Pasadena a gang crew. sign and everything oh my gosh so now that we yes. have like we have like the Howard Mafia right. We got the Pasadena yes. crew. Yeah. All right. Want to mess with the roses? Okay, okay. <laughs> the roses. Look, we're me, the roses up here. Me and Malcolm Spellman and Ben Watkins. We always talk about we're gonna have like a, a East Bay, like from the, from the Bay version. I don't know why not. I don't know why not. <laughs> so there's some of us, Larry Wilmore. Like yeah. we we're all in Pasadena. We hang out. You know, it's 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 a good group. Mm-hmm. But um, shout out to Kevin Arkadai by the way. Yeah, my dude. at the time, like you know, we beefed. <laughs> and, Kevin, Kevin can be difficult though. Yeah, Kevin and, can be and, difficult and though. like he's <clears throat> super dear to me yeah, now. We're sure. going to have lunch next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I hired him on the quad. You okay. know, even after we beefed on Soul Food, mm-hmm. I ended up. I think it was two seasons later hiring him to direct. But at the time, you know, he just didn't know me, mm-hmm. and he'd been doing what he'd been doing. You right. know, and. and the big shows under mm-hmm. some Comes of from the Bosco biggest names, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so he called me the sitcom girl, mm. and 
he started thinking it was his show because mm-hmm. he was the showrunner and mm-hmm. I was the co-EP. And, um, you know, I was just doing me, just speaking <laughs> up, you know, doing what I do right. on the show I created. And right. it didn't work out so well. And so we, we kind of had a showdown. Mm-hmm. And um, Kathy Ling, that same woman who was head of development, she stepped in. It was The show wasn't even under her purview anymore. Right. But she was like, hold up, wait. Uh, I hired her. Right. And it's about three sisters. You can go now, sir. <laughs> and so I never run. I was like, oh. So now I got to take so over. So here I am. <laughs> but you know what I did? What number are we on? Five. On number five, young people. Speak on it. Speak on it. When you do not know what you're doing, don't pretend that you do. Right. Be bold enough to learn in the position, but go to all of those who you can make partners right. and let them know that if you succeed, you succeed together. Hmm. And if you fail, you fail together. We were just talking Less about this sand. on the last episode. Really? We were talking a little bit about Tyler Perry. And so, the you know, stuff. he's going and talking about, I did this and I did that. I was like, what? you ain't going to give nobody no credit. the benefits right. of what a writer's room brings Oh, my yeah. God, it's my favorite place in the uh, world. Yeah. And Girl. I literally, I went to every department head. Right. And um, and to the line producer who really liked Kevin a lot, but I went to everyone and said, "I've never done this before." That's so smart. And um, even went to the um, writers' room and said mm. the same thing. And most of them, because Kevin had been the showrunner, mm-hmm. were people he hired. I think I got to hire two, maybe three, and he got to hire the other four or five. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, so I said, well, it's, you know, here it is. I haven't done this for if you feel like your allegiances to Kevin are so strong that you don't think you can work under this woman who has never right. done so. No, no harm, no foul. You may get up and leave now. Wow, that was nice. Um, and um, nobody left, but I did have to get rid of some people mm-hmm. just for attitudes. Sure. It's um, where I met uh, Charles Holland, who mm-hmm. is my brother. Yeah, he is my Charles. brother from another mother, for <laughs> real. Um, he is my complete heart. Mm-hmm. And Kevin had brought him in, and they were very close. And even though it was clear during the fight that his alliance was with Kevin, mm-hmm. he never was disrespectful of me, which is a just a challenge and a right. balancing act. That, uh, itself, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I said to him, of everyone, I really hope you stay. Mm. And he said, I didn't know that you would want me to. And I told him just that. Right. I, you never disrespected me right. and all of that. You're trying to get but a brother Terry out of Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, you know, it's true. I'm like, but, and I respect that you were loyal to the person who brought you in. Right. But you did that without disrespecting me. Right. And so he became my second. Nice. And wow. has been my second on three or four shows. Okay, now he's, look. you know, okay. working with Celine. All right, Charles. Okay. I see you over there. Okay. And now Black Lightning with yes. Celine. Celine okay. took my boy. That's okay, yep. Celine. I'm I'm gonna get him back. Okay. <laughs> I'll come do it for you. I'll come do okay. it. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> See what happened, Charles? I took your spot. My one brother yeah. took my other brother yeah. from me. Salim is my yeah. brother Salim as well. Yes. You wanna battle me? Okay. It's yes. <laughs> my little brother right okay. there. That's hilarious. Yes. But that's how that went down. But I mm. so I learned, you know, how to run a drama. Yes. I already knew how to run a comedy, but it's a very different mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um I knew how to run a multicam, you know, right. comedy. I had no single camera experience at mm-hmm. that time, but it was a team effort because you I hear that. See, this is what I'm yeah, talking about. It this was. is what's missing with Mr. TP. It's like, hey, like you ain't got nobody else helping you. I don't really? believe in that. I'm not even interested in right. that. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. more fun and 
truly my first camera who's still a friend to this day on that show <clears throat> would just tap me he was like and especially once i started directing right. it's like you know if you shoot that that's not gonna cut together <laughs> <laughs> that's what you need and out loud i was like yes it is tell me what i need to do <laughs> <laughs> let me know? ask you a quick question let me ask you a quick question oh, so on our previous episode lisa asked me so thinking of the writer's room, mm-hmm. knowing what TP does, right? We call him TP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what he does. From a showrunner's point of view, mm-hmm. what's the importance of having a, a room for a showrunner who doesn't think he needs other writers? Okay, I'm, I'm, I want to make sure I understand the question. Re, re, rephrase the question for me because I'm rephrasing it the way that you oh, asked I say, me what would, as you know, someone who wants to write their own thing, what's the importance of... Uh, why do you why do basically they why do you need a writers in the writers room? Yeah, you know, as opposed to you writing everything yourself, what does a writers room bring? What's the yeah. benefit right. of having other voices? Right. I mean, I get it. You know, some particularly in the cable space where you might have eight episodes, sometimes six, sure. mm-hmm. and so you're really just writing a very long movie, right? Mm-hmm. I really get that. It's yes. like Fleabag, where yeah. she wrote, you know, yeah. writes all this. And, and it's her, like, it's and it's and like, it's yeah. you know, right. that right. all makes sense right. because then you're just spending time saying, try to get in my head. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing something, so to me, six episodes is a, you're just doing a long movie. That's, That's a vision. That's, That's just fair. like a feature. Right. It's yep. just one vision. Mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't mean, by the way, that if I was doing six episodes, I wouldn't still have a writer's room right. because I love writer's rooms too much. Mm-hmm. But I get that when people make that decision. <clears throat> um, for me, you know, and I'm sure that you've said the same thing. I, my goal is always to be the dumbest person in the room and I'm really fucking smart. <laughs> okay? So how tell can it, that girl. be uh-huh. if I'm on the room by myself? Somebody, there must be some other brilliant ideas out right. there. Right. You know, there must be, if I sit in this collective mm-hmm. that feeds off of each other because it's a place where you know if I'm the right kind of leader, where you can say anything, where you can pitch anything. Mm-hmm. That if you know some people say that, they don't really mean it. But if you are really in that space, there's no way that the collective with a good leader still mm-hmm. doesn't make that better. For sure. It also is just more fun. That's a really good hey. point. I, I did a version of that and I was talking about you sometimes you're missing nuance, right? Mm-hmm. Just little, mm-hmm. just because even if it's based off of your family, right? The reason you hired that comedy writer in your drama room was to give you a little bit of something that just you don't have. It. You know, the reason you brought in that guy who actually does horror is because you need a little more tension. Look, I'm trying to make what some a, collard greens. You I know, need to get ham hocks up in here somewhere. Right. Exactly. Somewhere, get some onions over so here. You, so you're missing other. Um, nuances that you miss that they layer it and give it so much more than you would have never ever in your life thought about even if that alone it's worth the money that's right you know what I mean I I love that I could not have said it better I think that's important and I do know that's hard with me because I've done so much you know and mostly with people the people in the room I'm like so when I was doing that you know what I mean so (laughs) but I just don't have if you're a good leader, mm-hmm. because some people worry about chaos. Yes. Yeah. But if you're a good leader, you can take in the ideas, know when it's time to stop discussing them, mm-hmm. and move in a direction. I yes. have certainly been in rooms with uh, showrunners mm-hmm. who couldn't make a decision about everything they've heard if you paid them. 
<laughs> one kind of recently. So I'm telling you, know, you she I, said I, it too. You know, I get it. You know, so but if you have that skill, mm-hmm. and everyone is not a showrunner, right? I don't care if you do get to sell a show that mm-hmm. was your idea. Every so, but if you have that skill, then you're not afraid to let people, you know, share. You have something, you have something, Mm -hmm. you have something. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, I get to say which direction we're going to go. So it doesn't hurt my vision to hear some ways to, Yeah, you're going to get the credit. (laughs) You're going to get the credit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... I like writers' rooms. Right. That, so I may be the wrong person to ask just because I love writers' rooms. Right. And um, No, that's exactly why you're the person to ask. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, sure. I love them. I love, <clears throat> I love the space. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that it's this intimate place where people share stories of their lives that then make your show, mm-hmm. you know, better. Mm-hmm. Um, intimate stories of right. their lives. Right. Um, I love that. It's a place where I could really have thought my thing that I came up with at three o'clock in the morning. You walk in the next morning. Here's what we're doing. I've got it. Right. And then your rum, wonderful rides there all go, huh, uh-huh. They work on it. And then you, you know, go take your meetings with mm-hmm. your network. And you come back after lunch. They're like, yeah, that doesn't really work. And here's something, <laughs> you know. But it's better when you come back. Oh, it should be. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, right. yeah, I don't know. I think where I was going with that was part of the argument well we weren't having an argument but part of the part of the conversation we're having was some of some of his actors chimed in on like the whole twitter and all that stuff or whatever and interviews and they were talking about how you know how difficult it was to work on different things because if if he had if he allowed the writers to write then they would turn in scripts and he'd have to rewrite them in a day or whatever blah 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 Mm. and i said it's because his process isn't very good let's just keep it real and what i mean is so we know some of the writers in Utah too who were on his shows and they talked about how they would, you know, work the room. There was no there was no um um story area, there was no beat sheets, there was no outline. So you're missing every step for you to find the hole to fix it. Mm-hmm. And you know as a showrunner, I'm not pointing if you give me, mm-hmm. but you know as a showrunner that it is your job if a, if a writer turns in the script and you're not happy with it what do you do you yeah. pull them aside and go let's break this down let me show mm-hmm. you how to, or your number two somebody yeah. to help you Send it back to get it room. good mm-hmm. but if you just gonna rewrite it how am I gonna learn to, yeah. to, to your and to your I thing? get it well here's the thing though mm-hmm. it's that the, the, the devil is in the details right. of a system that shoots episodes in three days Boom. so that there isn't any yes. time for everything you just said. I, I agree. Right? I agree. Gotcha. For sure. So, for sure. I'm sorry, for now sure. I'm doing the pointing. Gotcha. There's, there's no time for it. <laughs> right. You know, so because in three days from now, you're going to mm-hmm. shoot. So right. there, the process, therefore, doesn't get to take place and you have to just get it. If I was shooting episodes every three days, I think I would probably do the same thing, mm-hmm. sort of. Right. I would still try to get the room. Like when I first did, I did um, the second season. So one season of um, Read Between the Lines for mm-hmm. BET. Mm-hmm. And when I got Kelly there, Griffin, by the way, uh, yeah. told me she wants she wants to meet you, by the way. She knew, I, she knew you were... Her? She knew you were. She's like she. Just, she said she never I, met you. Maybe yet. we haven't, but I know yeah. we have emailed and okay. stuff. Yeah. And um, she was going to come today, but because just oh wow, yeah. yeah. So it for me when I got there, they're like, yeah, we shoot an episode every three days because 
in that model, mm-hmm. there's also more money to be made. Right. So BT was like, ooh, let's try to get more shows to embrace that Tyler Perry model. Mm-hmm. But then you got this old dinosaur who <laughs> learned on Family Matters <laughs> exactly. and everything. So I got there and I'm like, there is not one day of my life <laughs> right. that no I will be trying to no, shoot no, a show no rehearsal, you know, no, in right. three days. <laughs> and so, what number? Six. <laughs> We're at number six. So. Come on, Frida. Point number six. Uh-huh. You may never compromise asking for and getting what you need to be excellent. Hmm. And in that situation, and you must do what you have to do. Hmm. And what I did was I um, said to Malcolm Jamal Warner, I would like to meet with you. Hmm. And I said, I can't do that, and you can't be as good as you are under that system. Hmm. And Malcolm, he's got a big old ego about Mm -hmm. how good he is. He's got a work ethic. He cares about his work. I've never met an actor who cares more than he does. He really cares about the work that he does. And so he's like, well, what are we going to do? I said, you're on my side? He's like, yes. And I went to work. Hmm. And part of that was saying... this is what I can do, you know, BET. It is a show that already existed, but at the, you know, shows that are really doing well in five or six seasons on their belt sometimes go to four-day weeks. Right, right. And here you are in the second show season of a show where one of your stars at that time, Tracy Ross, has mm-hmm. left trying to do it in three days, and we got to get a kind of whole new cast. So I like I have to have a minimum. I asked for five because I knew I'd settle at right, four. Right. <laughs> and so that's what we started doing. But mm-hmm. we started. We have table reads. I don't. We're not going to cross board. We're not shooting two episodes mm-hmm. at once. We don't even know how to do one episode. Mm-hmm. But talk I, about tracking. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you're <laughs> right. doing it in three days. Right. So that's what we started doing. And um, you know, and and Malcolm sat by my side and said, "Yeah, I don't want to work like that." <laughs> I'm like, Did you work like that last? He's like, yeah. "I don't know what I was thinking." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so you have to do. I know I can't do good work like that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean a show can't be produced like that. Sure. We're seeing it all right? the time. So I don't know how to do it and and have a. I don't know how to do that and be at the level right. of work that mm-hmm. I would like to do. Mm-hmm. It, so it obviously can be done, right. you know. So I said something's being sacrificed. Yes. If you do that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're used to working on a level, mm-hmm. you know, where there's 20 million yeah. people watching. So that's <laughs> you know why I, mean? I say that's why I'm reluctant to right. say mm-hmm. that it can't be done or that you do need a room that you, it just depends on you know, sure. you know yeah. what you want. Right. And, and again, if you're doing something that is short, like a six episode right. order, mm-hmm. right. it absolutely. I agree. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's actually have, a very good part. I'm glad right. you, you said know that. what I mean? Right. And we For see sure. that more and more in cable and streaming. Right. Right. So it's possible mm-hmm. if I were. Do, but again, I just love other voices. Mm-hmm. I just love, you know, you get so deep in it and you can just get, you know, lost in, in, in the muck and the mire of it all. Right. You just need someone to just give you an opinion of something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i mean i just turned in two pilots on friday okay okay oh uh, my goodness and, <laughs> and literally i was like to my manager who is convinced i'm crazy i was like this note that they've gained it doesn't make sense i can't possibly it will ruin the best part of my pilot i can't take it anymore and that's he was like amazing. yeah that's actually not the best part of your pilot Wow. <laughs> That's why you have a measure manager that yeah, tell you the like, real hey, shit. Excuse me? He's like, I've been wanting to find a place to say that that scene right there could go. 
And I was like, that's hilarious. I'm so mad. And I was like, he don't know. He don't know. I said, I have to get off the phone with you now. You don't know. You know, I hung up with him and I read that thing again. I was like, oh, it is completely left over from my original concept, which ah. this isn't anymore. Mm-hmm. And I loved it then because it made that original concept. Mm-hmm. But the show has, you know, with network input and what they want and need has really shifted mm. to a different show mm-hmm. where these characters are now, you know, it's more of a family right. drama than a workplace drama, which is kind of what I pitched. Mm. But they liked the family dynamics more so. It and started, stuff, yeah. and this thing that I was like, without that scene, <laughs> there is no show. There is no show. <laughs> yes. I know the tone change. <laughs> <laughs> They're new characters. <laughs> so, it was funny, it was funny, right? It was funny. Uh, you know, it was <laughs> just like and I had to read it and I was like oh snap <laughs> Daryl is right That's shout out hilarious. to Daryl Taja my manager for 13 years okay, now we, did, we had a breakup we had right. a two year breakup we came back together <laughs> yes he still he brought us some flowers about, okay, you know, yeah. he still teases me like yeah, remember that time you thought you, I was like hey 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 you hey, thought hey. you needed a big white company okay. to be managing <laughs> He loves to bring it up. Came on black to the, back to the single okay, black man love, on the Black man doing it on his own. You exactly. came back. I'm like, I did. Oh I God, did. That's funny. <laughs> Remember when I was working out of my garage? I now I got an office. Right. You want to? <laughs> hey, make sure that I never will forget that. He's also now my producing partner. Okay. Awesome. Under my um, deal at Fox, he's my producing partner. And I also have to say this because sure. I would hate to leave you and not say going back full circle with soul mm. food that this will be the 20th year anniversary since it premiered oh, mm. shit. and one of those pilots I turned in on Friday was with Nicole Ari Parker what? attached wow. to star what? and she's an EP on it oh, she wow. brought it to me wow. um, being back in just same space you know I did a year consulting on Empire and she mm-hmm. is one of the stars of, of Empire course. so that's where we first got to see each other again it was like ah uh-huh. she's like I can't believe you're here ah! <laughs> and um, so it was good to connect again and then she brought me this thing that we then sold to Fox hmm. and um, so we just turned it in on Friday but coming full circle to right. be back with her and still 20 years later she's still my favorite actress I've ever had the opportunity mm-hmm. to write for mm-hmm. um, that's and, who you want to work for Oh, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's still like a dream right. you know still a great partner mm-hmm. um, still you can write anything you can put on the page this is the, every writer's you know best dream mm. you, you can write it whatever you write she can do it mm-hmm. you know those times where and you're like, like feeling so yourself. I got a question right on page three uh, my character wouldn't say that. You're like, bitch, I wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally not who she wow. is. Totally. She's super, super smart. Right. And, um, you know, and we've created this character together. Awesome. Um, and so it's been so much joy working with her. And Are these both dramas or then the comedy? One is comedy. Oh, one is um, inspired by, because I don't want my brother to sue me, inspired <laughs> by my life. All right. Um, Raising my brother's two kids okay. when he decided he needed a little vacation in the mm-hmm. prison system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes, you know. Hey, hey yeah. it is what it is. And here come the babies okay. that I didn't have, didn't okay. birth, didn't adopt. Okay. 
All of a sudden, new okay. mama, right? We're from auntie to mama, look. Okay, so that's the that's one. That's what it's called. It's auntie called, mama. Mama. It's called auntie. It is called, called auntie. auntie. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, so that's a single See, that's relatable. Comedy. A lot of people going to relate mm-hmm. to that one. That one is like, you know, in my prayers, I'm like, I've never had a season where I've done, you know, I always love what I'm working on, mm-hmm. but it's so personal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a season because of Opus the one with Nicole is with her and this character that is a dream for her um, it's very personal because she means so much to me and then Auntie is you know yes I had the experience of taking in my my nieces um, you know you're working on set in mm-hmm. Toronto and get a call. That's what just happened. <laughs> what they didn't do. Did. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's very personal, inspired by that. But really, it is very much for um, when you hope they order it. it for mm-hmm. this one, it's like it's for everyone like me. Right. We're not represented on TV, this group of us grandmothers and grandfathers and sisters and brothers and aunts and uncles who have a life that you mm-hmm. love and then one day you wake up, well you know your sister just got mm-hmm. a re- or you know someone mm-hmm. may have had a tragic accident mm-hmm. and right. is no longer with us, whatever, but suddenly there are children that you are raising that you didn't make a decision to mm-hmm. raise. Right. There are a lot of us and we're not represented on right. TV and so it's a comedy but you know there's some I hope they let me keep all the F-bombs like, what a 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 what yes 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 well I tell you when I was like I was in my mid-twenties like back in the day where you still used to um party mm-hmm. until three or four or five in the morning on Saturdays and then just wear that dress to church on Sunday so back Lisa. then um, you know what? <laughs> You're like, why are you all in you my business? You ain't got to tell people business. Yes. <laughs> you ain't got to tell people business. Way back then, you just put on a coat because yep. right. the dress was too short yep. to be in church yep. anyway. Yep. Way back in those days. Um, in the back, just nod. Look. Like, okay. <laughs> Amen. And I put the boots on it. The dress was a little too short. Put the little boots okay. on the jacket. So Tipping in like, hey. My, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my pastor at the time, Pastor uh, James Henry, like in the middle of his message, you know, mm-hmm. he was, and he was powerful. Lord said nah. He was like, Lord and just nah. stopped and said, Felicia and my best friend still since eighth grade, still best friend. Felicia and Monica stand up. Ooh, We're like, out the coach. <laughs> <laughs> and we stood up. He just stopped in the middle. It was like, stand wow. up. And we stood up. And he said, God has blessed you with uncommon favor. Hmm. What are you going to do with it? Hmm. It's the fairy dust. And I just, and I sat back and I had my coat like that. Like, I ain't going to no class. That's the last time. Like, that's the last time I'm going to no class. Making some myself Saturday night. <laughs> that's right. Did you see? Felicia was out of rocking in the chair. I was rocking. I was like, I got to make some of myself. I can't just be still partying. Coming at five, six o'clock in the morning. Okay, God, I'm going to do something okay. with this. That's my fairy wow. dust. Okay. It's that uncommon favor. It is. It's always been like, how got did I get here? that demon out there. Okay. <laughs> the team was working. You don't understand. A whole closet was full of dresses oh, that were about an inch <laughs> below your ass. Just about an inch. <laughs> I don't know uh, why I shared that, oh, but you man. understand where I'm going. You got my jaw. That's okay. <laughs> I told you recently, girl. Oh, yes, that's the best it. part. Oh my god! <laughs> but see, what I love about this, though, 
I feel like we're, this is like us sitting in the room just talking, you know, before we start writing. I do too. Writing. I'm just sharing <laughs> you know all mean? my days up, my whole days and everything <laughs> here. You guys got me too comfortable up in here. Yes. But I do want to jump forward <laughs> to, because I know you've yes. written on some of my other favorite shows like Underground. Oh my God! I was not on Underground. We're Underground. No, but I love Underground. No, it was something else. No, no. I don't know, but I was I, I was ready there to was cry else. when Underground. No, there was went something on. else. Oh God! It's they have that on your IMDb, by the way. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. Is that my IMDb? I believe. I wish I was on Underground. I love Underground. Girl, you've been on so many shows. You probably <laughs> there ain't no other Felicia D. Henderson. <laughs> yes. In the small, um, uh, yeah, Empire and all this stuff. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, somebody yeah. might just have it mixed up. Oh, no, but I would like to. <clears throat> so, doing all of this, I want to jump into with you teaching. Yeah. Screenwriting. Yes. Because you've been on some really great shows. Lisa's an educator, too. So. Oh, and really? Because, you know, because one of the things is like, you know, you teach, and one of the things is each one teach one, you know, yes. black folk. I got the post. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. I want you to talk about in terms of, uh, teaching screenwriting your process of teaching it and some of the things that you're seeing that maybe our writers aren't doing mm-hmm. so well mm-hmm. and that some some wisdoms that you can give us you know to improve the writing mm-hmm. and especially since you've, you've had like this many great year like what 24 years of writing and the changes in screenwriting yeah so if you can kind of like touch upon some of those things i'd like to come at it a little answer the question but come at it a little bit differently because i have i've been teaching i started at ucla Mm -hmm. and um then i just finished two years at um university of texas austin but um that's right you were going i think last time we talked yeah 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 yeah. and so um i have completed that and now i'm back again Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so it is, I think one of the things, and I love, you know, is why I love mentoring. I have a mentor's heart. You know, I love Mm -hmm. teaching. And all my mentees, like you said, they're not all babies, but like I have two um, mentees that are women, one's in her 40s, one's in her 50s, Mm -hmm. who are still, you know, one's transitioning from a very successful career and the other one's just been grinding trying to get a break in in this business Um, but I I believe that the business has changed so much there's good stuff and there's bad and I think I have to realize that in the classroom Mm. and so some of the nuanced stuff that you can teach and help to help people find their voices like saying like I used to do this thing where they have to tell me what is the brand of each network mm-hmm. and each major cable outlet. And so that they can figure out what their brand is, mm-hmm. where do they align, what kind of shows do they want to do. But you ask that question now, and they're like, well, I don't know what the shows are because I watch all of it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Or Hulu and all the So yes. they don't even know how to, like, you know, take a network and peel off the layers and study it mm-hmm. and see like if I want to go pitch something to, to that network right. what do I know about who that network is mm-hmm. they don't have any idea they don't know what the mandate they is they have there, no like, idea right. because they're like I'm like <laughs> well as you can see like they do on other shows on NBC's Thursday Night Come they're like why do you keep mentioning NBC because they're watching that show again on Netflix so Mm -hmm. trying to teach them to go deeper now or to learn the business of show Mm -hmm. is much more difficult um, because they think that the job is your your job is just teach me how to write Mm -hmm. 
and they don't understand then that a career is about so much more than writing. There are lots of really talented people who will never have careers. You can point them out in a classroom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know know they don't know how to either deal with people or they think they already know everything Mm -hmm. or, you know, all kinds of reasons. Mm -hmm. But I think that trying to convince students to um, be students of the business, to be students of the form, Mm -hmm. to um, do the research, like I'm shocked now when I sit in class, like if I arrive a little early and I'm doing whatever I'm doing, to hear students complaining that they had to watch The Godfather, you know, in class. They're not students of Blasphemy. the, you know. And, and I don't I'm think sorry. that's Chris just, is not here, so I'm, I'm going to say well, for him, you're fucking up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and y'all know The Godfather is that's one your, of my all-time favorite movies. How many times a year do you watch Listen, that movie? Listen, it's a tradition. It's my Christmas movie. Jesus I make cool. the lasagna and the pasta be? and the good wine. Right. And I, I visit the family. I visit the Colonial family. <laughs> yes. One and two, not three, one. but one and two. One and two, not sometimes three. just two if you don't have enough time. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> and it's not just listen. because like I'm older. Like even if you said to me, and so sometimes I look up and I go, well, what movie do you study? What movies mm. are you studying? So that they can't just say that's because they're old, right? And they <clears> never <throat> have an answer. Mm. I'm okay if you're saying to me, um, Canon is the Matrix. I'm fine with that mm-hmm. because in a way it is. Yeah, right. for that. You know, I'm, I'm fine with that, but they don't look at the business that way. Mm-hmm. And as I am trying, then on the other side, here I am, you know, a person with a deal. So, mm-hmm. of course, if they're new voices, they're like, can you supervise this writer? <laughs> when they find new people that ha- don't have any experience right. or I'm doing it on my own because I want to do that. Right. Um, but the problem is there's so many channels and 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 streaming outlets and networks that need content for sure so even on the business side they don't there's not enough time now they're giving people opportunities who don't know what they're doing right and i can tell you i the number of friends i have who are dps and directors and um, line producers whose shows are a <coughs> mess mm. because the showrunners are people who may have sat in a room for one or two years and mm-hmm. now they have a show because right. the need for content is so intense. Mm-hmm. So you have kids sitting in classes, right, who don't have the same um, respect for becoming a student of this thing that we've chosen Mm -hmm. and then they get to the business side and there that's rewarded because we need ideas and people can run shows so much Mm -hmm. and you don't have the time Mm -hmm. you know for these people to learn properly Mm -hmm. and there and that and that's rewarded because they're needed so much and so then you can't really tell them anything Mm -hmm. They don't really need your advice because, look, I got a show <laughs> exactly. after my one and a half seasons right. on a show that was probably a failed show with that. Mm-hmm. So it's a different kind of time to try to teach that. And sometimes it can make you a popular teacher if you decide, well, this is how I teach. So it's probably, and I've had to say this, my class is probably the wrong class for you. Mm-hmm. Um you got to go. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but because I have a day job, mm-hmm. I can be that harsh. Right. You know, my um, colleagues who are teaching full time mm-hmm. as a, you know, their career, as their profession, 
can't be that way because then, you know, the students can start screwing them over. But that's how I feel. Like, I do you a disservice by allowing you to come in here and, you know, take it this yeah. way and you're like I ain't doing it for the paycheck I'm here Lord to give knows. back I'm getting back <laughs> you know cause I have you seen my credits <laughs> <laughs> have you met my, my right Google me Google me so Google. I think students who are interested who don't think oh that's the old way of doing it right. you know who come with an interest in being a student of this thing mm-hmm. are the ones who in the long run are gonna do better because um, sure, you'll get an opportunity, but your career won't be anything that c- you can sustain. Mm-hmm. So that when you run into problems or trouble or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, um, you don't even have it, let alone experientially, you don't even have it, you know, academically. You haven't even yeah. read a book, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, the way they look at me when I'm like, you know, tell me, go around the room as I introduce self. I sometimes I say, introduce yourself and tell me your favorite um, Shakespearean. It could be, I don't care if it's a sonnet, a mm-hmm. play, a. You start seeing heads go down. Like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Look, look, they got their phone trying to, trying to find something. That's like. right. Yes. Let me find a quote. Right. Out, out, damn spot. <laughs> I thought she was going to ask me my favorite show. Right. You know, because, you know, you want them to realize there is nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to do this thing that's been done with, again, your own spin and the way that whatever you wrote, only you can write? Right. What is the way that, you know, you're going to do this thing? That has never that has been done a million times, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in a way that it hasn't been done, right. and uh, I don't know because they think the world just started with them. Right. It's funny because we got a <clears throat> we get a lot of you know emails and questions and stuff, and we got one the other day that we read um, that we're going to do coming up, and it was in essence. Um, because we were talking about like watching movies like Double Indemnity, Indemnity I can mm-hmm. never say the word, Double, Double Indemnity, mm-hmm. which I love that script, right. mm-hmm. and um, All About Eve, like all those classics. And so this person went and studied and, and watched them, but they were like, how do you break down, would you learn, what do you, how do you say it? What can we learn from, from basically reading the classics? What can we learn from the classics? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a great yeah. question. Right. So we want to break it down some yeah. more and explain, like, look at this movie and look yes. at this movie. So we're going we're gonna to mm-hmm. do one of those yes. for sure. You know, I do that with my nieces and nephews and, you know, the same thing with music. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. so that they understand it didn't just arrive fully formed with right. your generation right. so that you can understand how to, you know, show respect. And if you are going to repeat, how to even repeat, you know, with respect, you got to know right. how it was done when it was done well and when it was done poorly mm-hmm. right. so that you can know how to do it yourself, mm-hmm. you know, so. I t- I'll tell the story <clears throat> every once in a while we were. So we were starting a writer's room on this little small show I was doing for um, like Go90 Network a couple mm-hmm. years ago. So because I have the office, they're like, can we do it at your office until we get our, our uh-huh. offices? So sure. So we were here <laughs> and I'm sitting here and we had, it was me, the showrunner, and I was number two. And we had like a couple of younger writers. Yes. Because, you know, we didn't have a big budget. And so some, I pitched something about something. It's kind of like the Beatles were blah, 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 blah. I like this song, Don't whatever. Don't you say it. And the Don't, kid sitting coming. there was 23, and he says, the Beatles. And he said, I think I know maybe one of their songs. And I went, huh? Uh, you, you just and he said, yeah, yeah, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think I know, yeah, probably one, maybe two of their songs. 
And then the girl sitting over here says, yeah, my dad used to listen to it. I mean, I think I know a couple of them, but I couldn't tell you what they are. I went, I look at the show and he's like in the 50s, a white guy. Yeah, he's dying. And I went, I'm going to take a walk for a second. (laughs) I'll be back in a minute. So I left. I literally walked around the entire lot. I was furious. And I came back and I sat down and I said, and they were in the middle of talking. I said, I need to interrupt you guys for a second. And I says, you guys all got homework tonight. Who is that right there? <laughs> and they were like staring going. Wowie. Like trying to figure out that that's fucking John Lennon. I'm like, really? And I said, Beatles won. Start there. Yeah. All their hits. If no. you don't like that, you're not going to like shit. Right. You know what's I mean? going on here. Just start there. <laughs> and you will start to hear similarities and things you hear right now. Yeah. But you got to listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Little things like that. They came back the morning going, whoa, dude, that was actually really good. I actually went it up and bought Bubble uh-huh. and I said, see, bitch, uh-huh. now, now we can have a conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. that what happened, well, at the table, I would have just went like, yeah, I see that. And then I just would have went home that <laughs> night. And like, why are you saying you don't know the thing that... Number seven. It's big on it. <laughs> okay, so because here, this this is worth knowing that if your showrunner, your second, says something in a way that it is right. clearly important, I don't know why your goal would then to be to say to be that to say I don't know anything about that. <laughs> like somehow they think that yes. that is a cute thing to show your youth right. in your ignorance. Right. Instead of being quiet mm-hmm. and going home that night and learning everything you can about that thing, if you're a person that you report, you report to did not say it in a dismissive way, mm-hmm. why would you think you should dismiss it? Right. That you're, you're right on the nail. You should have went home and went, let me research this yeah. shit. So when I come back in a day or two, I'm just going to spit it out like as if If or the something. second says, exactly. it's like the Beatles. <laughs> why? <laughs> if you have any social intelligence mm-hmm. at all would you go is mm-hmm. it <laughs> it's like and when we when, when we do talk about it the classes it's kind of like if, if you go on YouTube there's this um, this clip I think it came out a couple years it's it's Lauren Hill mm-hmm. and she's doing a concert and she's singing her X Factor but She's singing on top of Drake's remake of her song. Okay. And in the lyrics, she says, this is a remix, you know, I'm, I am the original, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we're going to mix it up. We're going to... It was and so good. She it's was so good. Like it's, going, right, it's like maybe mm-hmm. an eight-minute clip. Mm-hmm. And basically, she's singing her own song because mm-hmm. there were people who were like, oh, she's redoing Drake's song. Right. And I guess <laughs> it got to her. She's like, look, I'm going to have to... Te-. And in the middle of her concert, mm-hmm. literally, she's wearing her Botswana outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting there and she's doing the beat. Oh, you do it again. It's an X Factor. And I was like... That's exactly why you need to know, especially with music, especially right. if you're into cars, classic car. Why mm-hmm. do we have classic car shows? Mm-hmm. Because you know listen, cars. you know, mm-hmm. you fashion. My car why do people you see like my classic and Hutch car yes. walk right by it? I did not see, see, it. see what I'm talking about. Listen, yes, same with you. Like, you know, and that's how it is. Like that to me, that's like a great example. It's like you take something because you're learning something from it, right. and you can learn from the classics, story, structure, also. Business people, you need mm-hmm. to understand how trends change, right. how things change, and how it's going to change again mm-hmm. in your career lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll get into more in that episode, but I just thought that was like a great example yeah. of something that, you know, most people know who Drake is. Right. Uh, most people, some, the youngest might not remember the, the impact of Lauren Hill. Right. But I just thought a part of me was offended. <laughs> like, you, right. it's like, how? 
first of all, I want to talk to your parents. <laughs> but you're right, though. A lot of them don't. You don't know. Yeah. And you did not. And for you to go and like, uh, and like you said, sometimes you just need to hush. Mm-hmm. And go Google yeah. real fast. You don't have or to I need to go on a bathroom break. Excuse me. No, no, yeah. no. You don't need to announce it. Yes. Because I've done that in many situations where you'd be in a room and like, I'm in a room with guys that are philosophizing about philosophy. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And they say a word. I'm like, let me pull out my computer. You always have one of these. Let me see. Like, let me, let me see what the hell. Let me go in my office and see what the hell they're talking yeah, about. Okay. Like, and guess what? <laughs> exactly. If it's a room where I don't have something to scribble mm-hmm. down that I didn't know, then I don't really want to be in that room. Mm. You know, so I want to be learning at all times. Like, right. I don't know what that means. What, you know, I, I that's what I want anyway. Right. right. Took the babies to see George Clinton last oh, really? summer. Yeah. For this reason, everything you're saying is the reason. And every two, three seconds, I took five of my niece and nephew. They would just look at me, Auntie. <gasps> <laughs> like they hear a beat they're like <gasps> they just couldn't like their minds were blown you know and he did this amazing thing it was such a great concert he did this amazing thing where they'd play like a minute a minute and a half of his version of hmm. something and then he would bring like Snoop out really? yeah. you know and then suddenly it would they tweak that thing and uh-huh. it would be Snoop's mm-hmm. version whatever he mm-hmm. used that mm-hmm. and the kids were just like so did he just borrow Snoop? Wow. Like, stop yourself. <clears throat> stop. <laughs> but for the education. Yes. And they yeah. loved it. They right. loved it. Now they're like, I, all got their best. I talk about this all the time with my husband about how I'm really happy to be the age that I am right now because of nuance, because of little things yes. that... The kids bridge. don't know yeah. today. I'm so glad that right. I'm, I'm 49 like, years old that I know these things. <laughs> oh, you a vampire too? Is oh, basically, you know, what brother, you brother, saying? Look, yeah. okay. Don't tell vampires. Yeah, work the pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Work the All pretty. Right, no, me and Felicia, we cousins. Okay. 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 Work these the vampires pretty. up in here, yo. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell nobody. One more question for you. Yes. So, you working on a new project with my dude, Cameron? What's up, what's up with that? Can you talk about that at all? I can talk about that. Um, that's back to that supervising okay. thing. So, Shout out to Cameron Johnson, by the way. Yeah, so um, under this deal, that's like that's part of your value, mm-hmm. you know, now these days, again, because of the speed at which things happen, right. part of your value <clears throat> is like, you have the experience, we really like this idea, right. um, can you supervise this writer, help him get that vision to the page? Right. Um, with Cameron, though, the um, you know, I met Cameron on Empire, mm-hmm. so I brought that one to the tables, like, I would like to supervise this one, like mm-hmm. trying to beat them to the punch right. before they ask me to mm-hmm. do something, <laughs> here's what I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, so um, that's a comedy as well that's single camera comedy um called diversity higher and um he like probably is writing even as we speak okay, look. yes mm-hmm. got notes from the studio See, look, listen, on y'all don't put draft. pressure on he might be listening to this be minding his business and it's like he should be writing i guess i should be writing there right is now. no business there are only pilots okay. right. <laughs> so that's what he's probably doing is where we are with that is he turned in just the first draft literally on Friday, mm-hmm. Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. We um, got the notes back on the first draft. So, nice. um, like I said, he's probably writing somewhere sure, right I like now. That. I like yes, that. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It is one of my, my favorite things across to do. For him mm-hmm. and for you. For Thank you so right. much. Right. Thank you. Yes, lots of things to. Um, and then it's already like we're so we're sort of in some stuff waiting mode, you know, and then um, also starting to think of what will we develop mm. next season and. I'm like, okay. What do you want? Anything you want to do? Yeah. What's your mm. dream project right now? Dream project? You, something that you just... Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Like, I really... Um, 
I'm close with and, and big fans of um, Lawrence Fishburne and mm-hmm. his manager, Helen Suglin, and the, their company, Cinema Gypsy. Okay. And um, just had a meeting like, how are we going to get back together again? Mm-hmm. And they have a couple of things that, um, you know, one is about the supernatural and I'm yes. all about that. I'm yes. about yes. that life. <laughs> and and it's not in my current, you know, um, development slate mm-hmm. and I don't want to be away from that or comic books too long. I really, that's what I really, really want to be mm-hmm. doing okay. is adapting, finding the right um, sort of something with magical realism or supernatural to do and a comic book, uh, hopefully with a really powerful interesting black woman lead um, and there are lots of you know mm-hmm. but so yeah those are the those nice. are the things that I want to be doing mm-hmm. and <clears throat> something with um, that's a lot I, I've always mm-hmm. want to do a lot of different stuff I'm also waiting for this moment that starts now by the way that my pilots are turned in and you're right. in that waiting mode right, right. is that I have a feature like, I still want to run my okay. own show too don't yeah. get it twisted yes, yes yes I have a feature that I've written that really needs a rewrite that I'm also going to direct okay. and so that's what this waiting time will be about is um, go ahead doing the rewrite right. on this thing that I'm very excited to right. write good I can't wait to see you back behind the camera okay. getting it uh, me too yes. and the feature too that's nice me too get to talk about her what? directing I know, I know. she does everything though I know yeah. what is wrong with me I'll tell you, that's, no, no, it's just an excuse to have you come back <clears throat> that is Part but two. I will tell you this because I, I you reminded me to shout out mm-hmm. um, we just had breakfast my my girls for real we call each other our sister colleagues is Mar Brock Appeal yes. uh, Mar Brock Akil and Gina Prince Bythewood both of them we just had breakfast and Gina's big ass movie um big action hundred million dollar action movie she's editing that right mm-hmm. now star Charlize Char- did she direct that Charlize Theron um, it's in edit it's she didn't direct that did she the one that's out now yeah no, no, no the no, one no. you're talking about the new one the, the big one the yeah big one. Did she you directed know? it yes wow and so like all over the world right, in right. England and Morocco and nice. so she's International editing on bed. that yes, yes. yes. so I'm really super <clears throat> super proud of of her and she's you know keep trying to drag her away she's like you know I gotta be in editing seven days a week but we right. manage to have breakfast and um, you know Mara's about to reboot um, the game oh really yeah and she's nice. got some other stuff going on as well so I'm just I gotta shout out my girls absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. yes yes mm-hmm. yes yeah, Janine, we keep talking about doing these... Um, Gina. I'm sorry. We keep talking about doing these... Um, are you talking about Gina Prince? Bryce, Prince, Bryce, 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 Bryce. I was thinking about Gene Sharman Baroff. For, for oh, Janine, that's, 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 yeah. that's, that's another homie. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about. Yes. Gina, I apologize. I apologize. That's okay. Um, that's but yeah, but Gina's busy. Homie. Yes, yeah, yes, busy yes, for yes. Sure. For sure. So I'm very excited. Well, maybe I'll come back with him. If you want to see Three Fools act... Like fools, Look. I'll come back with Gina and Mara. Look, come back no, with you Gina have to Mara. because That's I think shit. because your names and like like where you guys in terms of like black women writers and like the images and just to see ourselves like you guys are the only ones who were doing yes. that mm-hmm. so it's like it, it was to have everything you, to have you mm-hmm. come and chat and just talk about that because it, it was such a huge because we weren't seeing that mm-hmm. you know from from girlfriends from all, all the shows you yes. know and it's just being able to see that and just to be able to have you guys to sit back and like look at the stuff that we did and and plus you guys are mentoring because I believe don't you guys have like um, with your mentoring and just you guys having oh, we such have an impact the Four Sisters Scholarship right. at UCLA right, right. Yes, and just yes, you putting yes, it together an and giving back okay. there. right yeah and we'll Sarah is the, the first notes. fourth one Sarah 
Finney Johnson, Mara Brockett, right. Gina Prince Bythewood, and mm-hmm. myself. And that Wonder Twin Powers there. activate. I'm telling you, that's like the Wonder Quadruplets. <laughs> the Wonder Quadruplets. <laughs> because powers. the truth, activate. we always say, if we don't support those dreams, mm-hmm. right? We don't know what dreams may not have ever been dreamt because there was nobody supporting, Speak on trying it. to get there. Mm-hmm. So. And then having somebody put it out there so that we can see it, that it can be done. Yes. Right? And the right. seeds yes. you guys have been planting, not planting all these years. You yes. Know? That's yeah. a, it's about planting the seeds. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for coming, Felicia. It is my pleasure. Thank you guys for letting me. We, uh, we <laughs> love you. Yay, so Finally. Wait, number eight. Finally. Uh-oh. If somebody tries to ignore you, DM that much. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that would be a yeah. Hilliard shade, yeah. but no shade. His initials are Hilliard. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Once again, what I, I say at the beginning? I fight a girl. That had, had nothing to do. <laughs> but seriously, seriously, every time I see you, you the shit. Yeah, and I mean that I in the most positive, right. positive Thank way. Thank you. And you're the same person every time I see you. Yeah. Thank you. And I love that about Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's yeah. that uncommon favor coming yeah. back. Okay. Yeah. So those years of standing up in church <laughs> with your jacket. Yes. Partying all night. Okay. Preach out. Okay. Stand up like oh here you go. She, and you know <laughs> she ain't wearing nothing. <laughs> I see you in the background <laughs> wearing half of nothing, girl. <laughs> a couple of inches up there. Yeah. You thought I didn't see it, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> May the church say amen. 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 <laughs> okay, look. On that note, bitches. <laughs> Thank you, Felicia. Thank, Thank you so much. You, uh, Thank you, guys. Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, we gotta have you come back and talk. Crafts. Directing, yeah, serious directing, Andrew, how you whatever. craft your shots, whatever, yes. whatever you want to do. I will come back for both. Awesome, awesome. Thank you guys um, for having me. Can people follow you on yes. Instagram, Twitter? I'll make what it are easy you for you. My um, handle is follow fdh. Those are my initials. Follow fdh follow on FDH. Instagram okay. and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Felicia D. Henderson. Don't, forget Don't ever forget. get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at, Sunny? Uh, you can find me on Twitter mm. at Sunny, S O N N Y underscore Josham, J O A C H I M. Awesome. Very good. Lisa, Lisa Colt, Jam. Oh, you can find me on Twitter on What Fresh Hell is This? Mm. And I do have my, my and I do, and I do have my burner accounts that I would not tell you because that's why they're burner accounts. <laughs> oh my God, that's not my handle anymore. Okay, she done gave oh, us some false it? information. I've given you false information. Is, follow it. Felicia D. Oh. Okay, follow Felicia, Felicia D. D. I'm okay. sorry, you guys. Is that your burner account? The other one? <laughs> no, no. Actually, they, gave they all became one. It is. Smart. It's follow Felicia D. Follow yes. Felicia D. Follow Felicia got it, got D. It. Yes. Sorry. Thank you, Richard, for sitting over there doing nothing. Pretending like you're busy. He brought the donuts. He brought us. He treats. He was working. He was. He was tight. He was working on the script. Find you though. You I was about to get to. Oh, to get okay. To. They ain't forgot me. Okay. I'm about to do my whole spiel first. Okay. Do your thing. What? Okay. Get them in. Get them in. I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. Any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, whatever the hell. Um, (laughs) All that stuff. 
<clears throat> wherever you get a podcast, we got it out there somewhere. We appreciate you guys. Please follow our what? Patreon page support. Why you got to yell all up in my <laughs> because ear? Because it's important. <laughs> this is important. You know, usually I'm soft-spoken, but you know, when I had to yell it out. You had to get loud. Support. <laughs> the live show yes. is coming. We're going to try to do a live show at the Comic-Con this year. Are you? So hopefully we'll be down there with y'all. Yeah. Oh, you Maybe we have you on the panel. Yes. Get I'm here for I'm here for you. Oh, that was out. Cool. Um, shout out to Chris. We know he's not here this week, but he wanted to be here to meet to, to see you. Oh, so. give him my love. Yes, do it. Um, let me think. So much stuff going on. I got my big pitch. Coming I know. I'm excited. Hey. Not a big pitch, hey. not a big little pitch. pitch. No, not a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so when hopefully next time when we see you guys, we'll have some good news. Um, yes. What else? So much shit going on. So much shit going on. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. All you guys going to Sundance, enjoy yourself. Do your yeah. thug fizzle. Enjoy yourself. <clears throat> this will probably come out after that, of course, but um, for sure. Um, oh, and if you're renting a nice uh, condo or something like that, do yourself a big favor. Take the shuttle. Go to the Albertsons. I can't remember the street. Cook <laughs> your own food. Because <laughs> when you go to these film festivals and you're trying to get in these restaurants, you start getting food poisoning because people's rushing. So take the time to cook your... If you got a house. If you rented a house. <laughs> cook your food do what I did I make my chicken tortilla soup I have some you snacks would. and things I had a little house we had listen take care of yourself yes. the shuttle takes you right by the Albertsons yes, get your food and cook it but I'm just trying to let you know just be careful out there I was gonna go but I'm not going I'm busy this wouldn't be the uh, first year I'm missing it yeah. in a long long Aww. time you go to the no. black party the black house thing I usually go when I go the first week right. but I usually go the second week mm-hmm. when it's just a little yeah. and I really just everybody focus on left the film. yeah Mm, but yeah. sometimes I, I, when I do panels at the Black right. House, then I definitely go the first weekend. But I prefer the second week. And shout right. out to the Black House because that mm-hmm. <clears throat> the times I would go out there, that was like my favorite part of Sundance was just to see just all those. Like, I'll meet you guys at the Black I'll House. I'll meet you at the Black House. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can find there's it. There's always, the exactly. always something going now, on there. Always something going on. Now Pamela and them are going, so I was going to go. They, they were thinking about driving if I went because it's only like yeah, six yeah. hours away. So yeah, I was going to drive. Yeah, it is ten. It's ten. They said it was six. They lied to you. <laughs> they was trying She's to get like, you to try it. No, I, that's how I you go did every it? year. Oh my god! I go. I rent a minivan. That's what we're And we do. have a. I take <clears throat> a ice chest with my food in it. Okay, smart. So I go right to the condo, listen, the townhouse listen, with my food already. I'm telling you. And I do mostly cook, you know, and stuff. And also, some days you might see five movies and you're going back, so you need little stuff to be in your pocket. I would have my little bag. Listen, they have a little bag. Y'all really ever? And how much? Ten hours and thirteen minutes. Wow! With, she said it was like six. No, I get yeah. on Southwest. I thought it and was when you get on Southwest to fly in, everybody's going to Suns is on there. So yeah, you just I'm on sure. there. I'm telling you, bring. I'm, I'm not going. Bring to your food, people. So. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna go nature. We're staying home this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go nature. All right, cool. Thank well, thank you, you Felicia. Thank we love you, girl. Again. I love we you appreciate guys you. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, another thank you to, to your assistant for making sure she kept. Oh my God! Okay, shout outs. Please give it to him. Naima Patterson, the executive assistant extraordinaire, and to Ashley. Amy, who is my director of development, and I already said Daryl, who (laughs) thinks he runs us all. (laughs) Daryl Taja, shout out to you thinking you're running us all. Okay. We let you think that. That's hilarious. (laughs) Well, y'all joining me for 2020. Y'all know how we do it on The Rant Room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? And Felicia, 2020. 2020. Yes, I got your participation. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Ciao. I'm going to say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Rant Room. 
be a rider, well you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed In the rent room, we let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the Red Room.